Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. The Great Ones, they're different. They really are. Not better, just different. Sure, there's a physical power, a mental strength, a complex but resolute constitution too. There's a whole lot more than just the measurables. That's something else, that intangible. It separates us from them. Welcome to the Legend Series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Every bloke is different. Every story too. This one, it's about an incredibly talented young man that played for the Newtown Jets and Balmain Tigers. Before my time, but every kid of the era knew and looked up to him. He was a beauty. But away from the pack grandstands, the bright lights and the pats on the back was a fella whose life experiences were extreme. Rugby league may have helped nurture his mental toughness. Glad it did too, because he'd need every bit of mental strength, of character and of resilience to get through to this week, a very special week. This is a footy interview, I guess. We do talk footy, but this, this is about so much more. You don't need to be a rugby league fan to enjoy and appreciate this type of honesty and this type of raw courage. You'll remember the names, marvel at the stories, you'll laugh, you'll cry. In 32 years of interviews, this is the best, perhaps most complete I've ever done. But who is Neil Pringle? Oh, Neil Pringle. Gee, that's an interesting question, Andy. Um, sometimes I shake my head and say, who's Neil Pringle as well? <laughs> uh, I suppose I, I came from a battler's background. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the gentry now where I grew up in Marrickville in Sydney. Mm. Um, my family came from the country. Yep. And after the Second World War, my father couldn't get work in the country uh, when he returned from New Guinea. And um, he started out in a, out at Moree. Um, my mother was a fettler's cook. And my dad yeah. was driving a truck alongside building railways from Moree to Colorado. And my mother fell pregnant with me. And uh, she was already raising two children that she'd had before the Second World War. Yeah. And uh, living on the side of a railway track in a tent. And she said to my father, I can't raise three children on the side of a railway track. So we went from Moree to Marrickville 
where Dad was uh, engaged in building the Circular Quay Railway, carting gravel and sleepers to that. And uh, we had a humble, a humble little house in uh, Marrickville where I started and finished my schooling and yeah. um, it went on from there. Dad was in New Guinea and did Kokoda. Yeah, Dad was – well, Dad was in New Guinea. Um, he, he tells me that he didn't uh, see an angry man. Um, he, doesn't, he did not talk much about the war at yeah. all. But Dad was a pretty handy sportsman as well. Okay. Uh, before the war, he was um, a, a pretty good boxing champion and uh, a great rugby league player, a oh. diver. Uh, he, was, he was a pretty much an all-round sportsman. Uh, he'd been looked at by Newtown and um, Bumper Farrell and Len Smith and those guys of that era were great mates of his and uh, he'd played a fair, fair bit of football. Uh, the Second World War, war as it did to a lot of young men, uh, ruined that, mm. their sporting careers. Uh, but Dad um, played football, captain of the RAAF in, in, the, uh, in rugby league during the war. He was the middle, wow. middleweight boxing champion of the armed forces, so he's a pretty handy guy. Jeez. Uh, Mate, I've got to ask you, uh, your best Bumper Farrell story. Uh, I can tell you my best Bumper Farrell story is um, – when I first made first grade in Newtown, my father always went to the first grade reunions and they'd meet about four in the afternoon at the Newtown Leeds Club, yeah. my father and Bumper Farrell. And for some reason in those days, guys drank rum, OP rum and milk with schooner chasers. Oh. And uh, you can imagine me walking <laughs> into the Newtown Leeds Club and they'd met at four o'clock and I've walked in there at about half past seven after training. Yeah. On a Thursday night, and all the old fellas, and Bobby Whittens and the Len Smiths and wow. Bumper Farrells, there was some legend old, old players there. Look, your audience wouldn't remember probably, <laughs> but uh, they were they were heroes uh, yeah. before the war and after the war, and they they had great mateship. They had been through a lot together, and I walked in, and Dad was sitting with Bumper Farrell with the rum and milk in front of them and the schooners of beer in front of them, and my father said, "Bumper or Frank." This is my son, Neil. And I stuck my hand out. Bumper Farrell rose to his feet. As I put my hand out, he cocked the left hand and hit me right on the chin and said, you want to be bloody quicker than that, son, if you want to play for this football club, <laughs> as I was laying on the ground prostate. <laughs> I love it. Mate, we sit down on a very special week. Happy 70th birthday. What a ride it's been. Yeah, I don't know where the bloody 70 years has gone, Andy. I tell you what, it's gone like wildfire, I can tell you. Um, it doesn't seem that long ago that I was an aspiring young 16, 17-year-old yeah. guy that was um, running around Henson Park waiting to get recognised and uh, all that's behind me now. I'm a grandfather of six children uh, living here on the Gold Coast and I've had a, a very interesting life. Newtown, certainly part of my footy education as a kid. 1972 was your first year in first grade, coming through from President's Cup. What are your first memories of first grade, apart from Bumper Farrell putting one on your Huckleberry Finn? <laughs> uh, look, um, I, my mother and father had a guest house in Marrickville and uh, we had always footballers from the country coming through university. We weren't far okay. from Sydney University. So there were kids from the country coming down doing courses at the uni or, and also footballers coming in from, 
far and wide. And yeah. one one of those such footballers was a guy who was the Kiwi international captain of the Kiwis and played front row in the Newtown yeah. team, Oscar Danielson. Yeah who was probably one of the forerunners of the Kiwis back in those mm. days. And Oscar was my roommate in my bedroom. He shared a room with me. Wow. Two beds. Mum used to tell me it used to take a half an hour to pull Oscar's shoes out from under the bed. His feet were that big. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I grew up in – I grew up, as I said, my father was a, a pretty well-known guy around town yeah. and um, he, he worked with a lot of the Newtown legends, um, blokes that were – idolised by John Raper, um, yeah. Peter Ryan, Bob Whitten, um, Len Smith, as I said. They, they were all part of me growing up. I grew up in that. that uh, so I was, I was at Henson Park every Saturday afternoon or mm. Sunday afternoon sitting on the hill with all these old legends. So it, it, it was part of my blood growing up in that, that, that situation. I was mixing with those guys when I was a kid. The great Harry Bath was your first, first grade coach. What was Harry like? The great Harry Bath was the great Harry Bath. Um, a man, if you ever look at Harry Bath's CV, mm. you will see a bloke that played nearly 600 games of football. He, uh, he won premierships in Brisbane. He came yep. down to St George. He won premierships with St George. He went to England. He won Wembley's titles. He won numerous, numerous titles mm. as, a, as a player. And then he became a coach. And then he started winning titles as yeah. a coach. Then he coached Australia and he won titles, World Cups, Kangaroo Tours. So the, 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 there was probably no greater all-round football personality than Harry Bath. And his ability to be able to teach you timing, where to run, why to run the angles, that was a whole new – it was like opening Pandora's box wow. for me. And Harry Bath took me under his wing – uh, Gary Sullivan, some interesting characters. Yep. Um, Kenny Wilson, wonderful, wonderful old footballers that um, Harry Bath taught us the way and which way to go and yeah. how, to, how, how to take the knocks and how to give the knocks. Love that. Jack Gibson was the coach in your second year. You two, though, had a difference of opinion on not, not how to play rugby league, but for you on how to play your best. Yeah, I'd grown up uh, under the flamboyance of Harry Bath, and I will say flamboyance, Mm. and um, all of a sudden uh, Jack Gibson came into Newtown, and Jack had a wonderful history as a coach, and Mm. Jack was very, very successful, but my idea of rugby league and the way it should be played and the way I was brought up were two entirely different things to what Jack... Gibson thought Jack was uh, of the opinion that if the other team doesn't score, you win the game. Whereas Harry Bath was uh, looking for the ability to break the opposition's yep. line with skillful attack mm. and ball handling and skillful ball and and toughness and and putting the opposition in their place as well. Um, yeah, I, I had a great year under. Under Jack Gibson, you know, I, I represented uh, – uh, City, yeah. City, I, I represented um, uh, I, – I, that year I made the uh, kangaroo train-on squad. Yes. Um, I was the only guy in the New South Wales team that didn't make that train-on squad. Oh. Greg Pierce was um, picked out of the grand final that day playing Manly played – we played the. That's uh, right. We we made we won the club championships yep. that year in Newtown and um, it, we had a hard hard road. Having three teams in the semi finals 
you can imagine our roster was stretched to the limits. Yep. So um, at, we played St George in the semi final that year, and after eighty minutes it was twelve all. After a hundred minutes it was twelve all. After a hundred and twenty minutes it was twelve all at uh, the Sydney Cricket Ground on the Saturday. And this had never happened before in the game. So they stopped. They had a meeting on the sidelines and said, let's come back Tuesday and we'll play again. So uh, we came back on the Tuesday, the walking wounded, uh, needled up with painkillers and strapped. And um, as I said, three teams in the team, we we didn't have many many blokes to back up. And we went out there and we well and truly downed St George that day and gave them a good flogging on the Tuesday afternoon. But we had to back up in the final against Cronulla on the following Saturday, which was four days later, um, for the right to play Manly in the grand final. Well, we'd well and truly played our song by that stage and done our our dance to uh, get there. Hey legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week. And we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want, and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Newtown were, should be held their, hold their head up high yeah. after that performance. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was a wonderful performance to even get to that far. Absolutely. In that side at the time, as you said, guys like Kenny Wilson, Lionel Williamson, Brian Moore. However, you look at the other sides, your side wasn't a team full of superstars. It was a tough team. Football is a tough team of men. Fair call? Oh, without doubt, without doubt. But there were some wonderful, talented players yeah. as well. You know, um, G- Gary Sullivan, um, yeah. for instance, he was he was right up there with the with the best players in the league. You know, wow. McCarthy, uh, the Stevenses, yep. M- uh, Gary Gary Stevens, uh, Gary yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Sullivan. Gary Sullivan. I should say that's the seventy years coming out in the Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Gary Sullivan, um, he came to Sydney f- from the same town as mm. John Sattler, Billy Hamilton, Curry Curry on the yep. uh, in the Hunter Valley, and uh, he was a tough, hard. Put- he, was all- he was also a martial arts expert, and he he-, he represented in World Cup games and um, kangaroo tours, and-, yeah. and he played at the highest level. And he never came off as a as an also around. He was he could hold his wow. head up high with the best of them. You mentioned characters, and there certainly were. In and around this time, you'd play with guys that have been just as, if not more, famous or infamous off the field. Uh, the Dawson Twins and Paul Haywood. You'd look like an angel next to them, wouldn't you? <laughs> I told you, Sydney was a tough area in yeah, those it days. Was. Um, yeah, look, uh, I, I don't want to enter into the Paul Dawson or Chris Dawson situation. Yeah. I, I'll leave that to the courts to decide that. Um, I can only say that 
of the of the three guys or four guys that I played with, if, if, well, the multitude of guys mm. that I played with. You mentioned Paul Hayward. You mentioned the Dawson twins and Gary Sullivan. Yeah, and they were never drinkers. They were never boisterous. Wow. They were quiet. They were unassuming. Paulie Hayward was a condition, conditioned athlete. He was a superstar boxer as well yes. as a as well as a rugby league all rounder. Um, but uh, unfortunately, Paulie had a bit of a gambling problem, mm. and uh, it's uh, related to me that uh, Nettie Smith um, mm. was fairly influential in Paulie Hayward taking a bag full of money to Thailand mm. for the purchase of some. Uh, drugs and yeah. uh, unfortunately, Paulie Hayward was supposed to be in Hawaii with us on a football trip away, and he got caught in Thailand, and he should never have been there, all to pay off a few gambling debts. And Paulie Hayward, Hayward uh, habit was formed in the cells of a Thai jail, rather than any other thing. I could only speak highly of Paulie; mm. he was a great friend and a great mate. You remember your reaction, mate, when you heard he was arrested? Is it one of what the hell? My reaction initially when I heard about it was bullshit. That's not Paulie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm still struggling to come to terms with that. It was a wasted life. Yeah. It is a good lesson, isn't it, for young blokes perhaps entering down the, the wrong path? Look, um, when, you're, when you're in that situation playing at the top level of any sport, there's always mugs that want to hang around you yeah. to get their day in the sunshine. Yep. Um, criminals are well known to try and well, they, infiltrate. They prey on... On superstars. They, they prey on superstars and they think they can get their mm. credits built up by hanging around with those people. Um, my lesson to any young guy, and it's still continuing today, mm. the mugs are always there. Yep. You've just got to hold your head up a bit higher. This was at a time on the field when the lock forward or the number eight jersey. A lot of our listeners might know that. Who were the older, harder heads that you played against that made it tough? On the young bloke, because back in the day, a young forward in the middle of the field was a target for opposition packs. Look, um, you say that they were tough old blokes and they were hard men. I played against the likes of Ron Coote, yeah. um, you know, uh, Ray Price. Um, but there's one bloke that shines above the lot, and I could say that he would probably be the most talented all round footballer. I ever came across uh, as a wearing the number eight jersey, and, and that was a guy that Ken Arthurson brought over from England, a guy called Malcolm Reilly. Yep. Malcolm, not only was he a, a wonderful exponent of the game of rugby league, mm. he could pass, he could chip kick, he could tackle, and he could hit you with an elbow, he could knock you out, he would, he would stand toe-to-toe with you, and as soon as that whistle blew, he would pick you up and say, are we going to have a beer, lad? So he was a great sportsman as well. As uh, tough as the story suggests? Uh, I think, um, well, I survived a few of his, <laughs> <laughs> but I was lucky enough to be able to go and have a cold beer with him after the game. 
Three seasons, 64 games, 18 tries for Newtown, then to Balmain, and you really made the Tigers your home. Even though you're a Newtown boy, you made the Tigers home. Yeah, I look back now, I had 130-odd games with the Tigers yeah. um, over eight seasons, uh, and I had played with some wonderful characters, mm. David Topless, Brian Lockwood, Dennis Monty, Les Mara, Greg Oliphant, Rod Morris, hell of a lot of talented players, Mm -hmm. Alan McMahon, Larry Corrow, some brilliant footballers in their own right. Um, I think I was pretty lucky. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, Newtown and Balmain weren't very different. Um, It was only Parramatta Road that split them down the middle. Um, it was a working class area. Yeah. I, uh, I, that, in that particular year, at the end of the 1974 season, Newtown, unfortunately, didn't have many pennies in the coffer. Yep. And um, I'd, I'd only been married 12 months um, uh, and I was trying to purchase a house. As a matter of fact, I did purchase that house next door to Graham Eady over on the northern beaches. I married a manly girl. and. Um, we we were next door neighbours for some time, but wow. I couldn't I couldn't have bought that house on the on the offer that that Newtown had, yep. had had made me. It saddened me deeply that Newtown couldn't come up to scratch. Mm. Um, many years later, John Singleton went there and and uh, they tried to get me back there, but I I was under contract with Balmain and I couldn't go back there. But um, at that time, Parramatta, Balmain, Balmain Western Suburbs. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, um, Manly Warringah, they were, they were all chasing my signature. But uh, to put it bluntly, Balmain came up with the, with the best offer. Mm. Uh, they also gave me an opportunity to start a business on, uh, I bought a truck yep. carting, carting caners, containers on the waterfront in, around the Balmain and that was, that was more than any contract was worth playing, playing uh-huh. rugby league. Uh, the, the money I could earn on the side of playing football yeah. was far superior to what I could earn playing football. Money wasn't great in those days and blokes mm-hmm. had to work. You know, I, I ran a hotel, drove semi-trailers and played football. Uh, and that was the norm in those days. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legends series drops at the start of the working week. It's in-depth, personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full on in the hottest podcast on the market with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current day superstars and former legends drop into chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it, and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand Weekend Session. It's a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players about barbecues, beers, and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask you to spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends 